that I think it's so common for people to believe their struggles are the things that are making them stronger. But a lot of us just don't recognize the resilience and the strength that we have within us until... Welcome to Solve With Sessions podcast. I'm your host, Emma Evelyn Campbell, and you're listening to the right podcast if you're ready to push past your limitations, navigate your fears, and live a life aligned with your truth. I believe we can express our true nature and power when we get to know who we truly are. And this podcast gives you the tools and resources to do exactly that. So join us as myself and guests share our soul's truth so that you can feel safe to share yours. Don't forget to head to the show notes to get even more involved with the community. Now, let's get on with our episode for today. How's your week been? Have you been up to anything nice? I mean, uh, we're, only on it, Tuesday, we're only on Tuesday, but... <laughs> I know, it is. Well, it's Tuesday morning here at 10 a.m., so I've just oh, had Monday. Oh, early. Yeah, we've had some sun, though. Luckily, it's been so rainy here. And it's, Whereabouts it's, are you based? I'm uh, in Boston, Massachusetts, okay. part of the United States, and uh, it's been incredibly rainy here. So Ooh. I am praying for the sunshine. It's sunny today. I'm hoping mm. to get outside, run around for a little bit after this. Mm. and uh, just so. Is it cold as well as sunny? Or No, well, with the sun, it's been, you know, I'm not good at my conversions. It's 90 degrees <laughs> Fahrenheit. So whatever oh, I don't you want to make what that is. Celsius. I'm going to have to Google that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's been about 90 degrees, which I'm sure sounds mm. incredibly hot for you. Um, mm. But... I'm going to have to quickly it's, look. It's going to bug me otherwise. It's been very nice when it's sunny. Even when it's rainy, it's not too bad. Oh, 32. Okay, nice. Yeah, that's the same as here then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when I hear 32, I think freezing. But uh, <laughs> 32 Celsius. Just, yeah. just shows my conversions are way up. Mm, I have no idea with the conversions either. I just have to Google it. So, but, That's um, the play. I, live, I live in Ibiza, so it's like sunny all the time. Like we, we, and we had one hour of rain yesterday, and we haven't had rain for ages. It's just been so hot. But um, it's my... I like that sort of weather. <laughs> no, that's so nice because my uh, my family is from Puerto Rico, which is also an island. Oh, nice. And, um, yeah. you know, just it's so sunny and mm. only rains really in the morning. And I love that mm. vibe. The island vibes are so nice. Oh, I love it. I recently just moved to one. I've wanted to for most of my life and made it happen this year. And it's just so fun. It's just it's freeing. Yeah. It's It's loose. It's... You don't have a schedule as much, which is which I like. <laughs> no, absolutely. Congrats on that. That's fantastic. Mm. That sounds. So are like you happy the with the city life, or do you prefer the island life? I like islands a lot more, to be honest. Mm. Like, I, if I could live in Puerto Rico and just be over there, I would. Mm. Well, one day. <laughs> yeah, just I keep, mean, keep it keep it manifesting, here, right? right? <laughs> exactly. Cool. So do you want to give a little bit of uh, background uh, to who you are, to our listeners, and what is your mission behind what you do, and just a little bit of a sense of understanding your big why as well. Why do you do what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Kel, and um, growing up my life, I think I experienced a lot of challenges. And just from a very, very early age, I was subjected to a lot of trauma from um, my parents and just overcoming that led to a lot of difficulties throughout life, throughout my early childhood, teenage years, even into my adult life. 
and only within like the past, I would say three or four years, I've really been starting to turn that around and try to make um, my healing something positive where I can kind of give back and take everything that I've learned from my traumatic experiences and depression, anxiety, all that, and um, turn it into kind of a mission where I help people who have experienced similar things that I have to um, overcome and essentially become who they needed in that time, which is kind of my motto and something mm, I that, that I yeah that I um love to live by because I needed a mentor and a role model so often in my life and I just did not have that so trying to become that person that I would have loved to have when I was younger and struggling for people who are also in similar experiences is something that I'm really really committed to mm, and I love that I think that's important in our own healing as well to realize that we kind of have that power within us as well to to embody that version of who knows how to look after ourselves. So what was it that made that switch for you that decided, you know, I didn't want to be this person who was suffering in this depression and this anxiety anymore. I wanted to really step into a newer version of myself and start living a life that was more aligned with who I was. What was it that made that switch for you? You know, that's a great question. And that's something I think a lot of people are interested in. And a lot of questions that I've been asked in direct messages have been along those lines. And, you know, I wish that I had a better answer than what people might want to hear. But I, for me personally, I kind of got to a point where I hit absolute rock bottom, like for myself, and I just could not live the lifestyle that I was anymore because I was um, doing so such self-destructive behaviors and engaging in just reckless activity and uh, really not showing like any desire to want to improve my life or want to take my life anywhere in the places that I envision or desire or want to grow. And I hit a stage where I was like, you know what, like, I just can't do this anymore. So step by step, I started to change some of the habits that I've been um, that were holding me back in my life. I started to read a lot more. I, I dove into so many self-help books where I was reading about habits and um, just like the mind, psychology, all of that. And I took all the information that I was learning and I applied it to my own life and it works so well because now I'm in a stage where I feel like I'm feeling better than I ever have at any point in my life before. Mm, I love that. And I think it's, it's in that sense of taking responsibility as well for your life, realizing where you're at and realizing that where you're at is no longer working for you and making that shift to actually get to a place where you feel more aligned and more happy with who you actually are so actually going out there and doing that work by reading those books getting that information getting that therapy whatever works for you yeah so what if someone's listening now and they're like okay I'm going through the, a similar thing I'm going through I'm getting at my hitting my rock bottom mm -hmm. I'm just not happy with my life I'm struggling with my life what are some of the three kind of say three or four key things that you've applied to your life through reading these books, through doing that work that have actually been able, have, have actually enabled you to really step into this new version of yourself and really embody who you want to be and the mission that you want to achieve in your life? 
Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I think the number one thing is I was in denial for so long and just like, oh, you know, like I can fix my life whenever I choose to. I'm just not choosing to fix it, which is ridiculous that I would even have that mindset. But that was kind of something that I lived by. And, you know, lo and behold, it wasn't an easy switch and I couldn't just snap my finger and uh, apply everything to my life the way that I wanted it to be. So I would say really um, accepting and addressing the situation was massive for me. And then really focusing on the habits that are holding you back from achieving certain goals. So I, um, you know, there were certain habits that I had to completely overlook and redress. And I think one of the books I believe is called Atomic Habits that I have um, is fantastic. And having you just like look at habits and your routine and patterns in a different light and apply all the ways that you do things into like a more productive way. So I would say that that was massive. And then really being consistent. Also, like I, I would read a lot and then just kind of not apply any of it to my life and just mm. whatever, like I'll have the knowledge, but I wouldn't actually like actively pursue it. And me just being consistent, you get in kind of a stage where the momentum carries with you. So the more yeah. that you do it, the more that you're going after it, the easier that it will become like in, you know, you might hit days where you're chugging along and then a day hits where it's a lot harder than it was the previous days. But that's also just part of growing, you know. So having that momentum shift and being able to carry that with you was massive for me. Mm, I love that. I think I think that's so important to, to notice as well is that even when you first make that shift or you're on the journey of of healing, you're kind of always on this journey and you are always going to have days where things aren't working the same where things are not just going as well for you as they were right and like you said in those days it's also about realizing it's part of the journey but how in those days do you try not to fall too far back where you go back to those what you described earlier those self-destructed habits how can someone when they're really in the depths of those days and they're really struggling how can they not turn back to those things that were actually keeping them in that old version of themselves in those bad habits? That's a fantastic question because, um, you know, I'm, I've struggled with um, like addictive tendencies a lot. And when you're in those darker, heavier days and the days hit where things become a lot more challenging, there is a lot more of a desire to fall back to certain habits that I was engaging in to try to boost myself and have myself feel better. but it's so important to always have your mind on your side and just focus on the the reality that things, if it's difficult, it will only be a phase. And sometimes they last longer than others. You know, I can't predict whether it will be a day, a week, or, you know, a few weeks, but mm -hmm. it will be, it will be a phase. And as long as you just ride it out and keep your mind on your side and really stay tuned with trying to take care of your wellness and mental health. I found that for me personally, it was a lot easier to avoid those um, tendencies because I knew that even if I wasn't being fully productive in everything that I wanted to do each day that I wasn't engaging in that is still a win because I'm still mm -hmm. reaching further and further to my goal. 
Mm, totally. And that's all just part of healing, right? Is just realizing that it's an ongoing process rather than a process that's you get to the end and you're healed, right? It's an ongoing thing. You're always yeah. learning new things. You're always taking on new things. So how have you really started to implement some new habits into your life now? Like what do those new habits look like for you on a day-to-day basis? And how can someone incorporate those new habits into their life as well? Because we've kind of looked at how they can make that shift, but what about some of the habits they can do on a day-to-day basis that can keep them in that kind of more peaceful state of mind? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a huge, huge fan of morning routines and a huge oh, believer yeah. <laughs> in mornings and just like setting your morning to make you successful for the rest of your day. So I'll wake up and either go for a walk right away or I'll wake up and meditate. And in those like habits or routines that you're getting yourself in, you're really setting yourself up to have your mind focused on what you want to achieve for the day. And what's helped me so much is I used to go into every single day and not have any plan, like not have any like idea of what I wanted to occur. And I'll tell you, like for me personally, when I go into each day without a plan, my day will consume me and take over me instead of me feeling like I have the control over my day. So Mm. if I have a plan and like, thoughts of what I want to achieve and how I want to break down my day from the morning if I either plan it during walking around or a meditation or at least have an expectation of what I do and don't want to do I'm a lot more likely to achieve that versus if I just go into the day and if anything happens anything happens you know because Mm. If, if I have that mentality, at least for me, I know that I'll just get lost and consumed in a lot of negative thoughts. And having my mind on my side and knowing what operates for me is what keeps me productive, keeps me successful. And that all starts in the morning. So I think meditation, walking, having, you know, I wasn't a full believer in it either until I started trying it. But Diet, I think, is massive, too. And having like a, a nutritious diet that really helps your your brain strength and uh, brain health and just like helps so much with focus and productivity and just really being able to overcome mental challenges that come your way during the day. Mm, it's like creating that structure so that when you are in a more free flow state, you can always go back to that structure of the morning of what you've said you want to accomplish for the day. And I think that's central for people who really want to move out of the current situation that they're in is creating this new environment as well, because environment's such a big thing for them to step into that. Absolutely. And one thing I picked up on that you, you'd been saying a few, a few times through this is having your mind on your side. And what does, what does that mean to you? And how do you say having your mind on your side? And how do you keep your mind on your side when you're actually going through these things? So it's a difficult thing. And I'd be lying if I said my mind's <laughs> always on my side because it's absolutely not. Um, having your mind on your side, to me, the definition I would give is that I'm just having my mind be kind to me. I want my mind to be able to work for me instead of me working for my mind, even though we're, we're linked, obviously, but not having my mind control me subconsciously where I'm doing things that like I wouldn't want to do necessarily or like engage in activities that 
obviously my mind um, views as like helpful, but are also self-destructive for like my success. So staying away from all of that and really being cautious, like in holding yourself to a state of like being aware of what's going on and having your mind like have positive self-talk and really have like self-love and compassion for what you're doing on the day-to-day and recognize that even if things don't go your way, you're not going to um, engage in negative self-talk or get down on yourself. You're still going to like keep yourself in the game and recognize that even if it wasn't a full win today, not engaging in things is a win for me. So like just having your mind talk to you kindly, I think is massively important, especially coming Mm -hmm. from someone who used to have such low confidence and self-esteem. And I would be on myself all the time. Like I, a lot of people would ask me, you know, uh, oh, like, did you get bullied a lot as a kid? And um, who was your childhood bully? And my answer is always like, it's me. Like, I, I was my bully, you know? <laughs> I would bully myself, dude. So, um, yeah, just staying away from all of that has been so crucial. So in the sense, is it kind of through that structure, through that new habits, quieting in, in the mind so that the mind, in, in a sense, doesn't become the thing that controls and runs your life? It becomes more of that thing that you can make it work for you as you said and is that through those habits and through those changes in behavior that you've been able to do that yeah um Mm. definitely I I think that once you add on like the habits and make the switches in your life it gives you so much more confidence because then you can actually see your progress and like you can look back and see how far you've come and it's a lot easier to stay on your side because you can recognize like how how much like of incredible things that you've done and like how much you've actually progressed and moved. And I, I think that all of that's wonderful to look back on. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I love what you said there about like looking back on those good things. And I picked something up from your Instagram that I would like to ask you about, because I think it's a perspective that I actually really agree with. And I think it's quite interesting about that struggle and saying that that struggle isn't the thing that makes you strong, isn't that thing that gives you strength, isn't uh-huh. the thing that de- defines you, so to speak. Could you expand on that a little bit and what that perspective means to you and kind of why you think that perspective is actually a better perspective than saying, oh, my struggle is the thing that gives me strength, which is obviously quite a, a common thing that's said. You're right that I think it's so common for people to believe their struggles are the things that are making them stronger but a lot of us just don't recognize the resilience and the strength that we have within us until we're really put to that challenge and have to Mm. overcome certain things so indirectly I think that it would um, it makes sense that we look at the struggles as the things that are making us stronger. But in order to even get out of those struggles and overcome it, you would have had to have that strength within you all along. So your strength is the thing that stays consistent and you're so strong and like all of us have so much power within. It just doesn't fully get recognized until we're really put like to the ultimate test to challenge how much strength we hold within ourselves. And I personally think that all of us have the strength within us to overcome any situation that we're put into. It just really, really takes 
a lot of energy and um, focus sometimes to achieve that. Because mm, like you said there, a lot of people will find that strength when they're put through very challenging situations, very difficult situations. So how do we, because I completely agree with you about having that power within ourselves. I believe the same, we all have that within us. But how do we tap into that and find that rather than just waiting till we hit those really difficult moments in our life before we can begin to embody that in our life? How do we lean into that power that we have within ourselves even through the good times and the things that we want to do with our lives yeah that's a fantastic question and for me um coming out like on the other side of it now because that wouldn't have that wasn't my style when I was struggling obviously you know I let myself hit a stage and then I had a rebound but now I would say really put your strength to your mental strength to test during the day and like doing it in healthy ways. So that's why I'm a huge fan of working out, not just because it improves physical strength, but I do it mostly for mental strength. When I was really pushing myself and working out every day, I took that applied mindset that I had there and when I was really like pushing to get out just like one more rep and things like that, um, it took so much mental strength and positive self-talk for me to want to like keep pushing through. And in my mind, I made the association that I probably won't experience things that are that difficult. It's like pushing out the last rep when you like really feel like you're about to collapse on a day-to-day basis. So if I can take that mindset and the mentality that I had then of like, I achieved that, there's no way that anything else in my day is going to be more difficult than that. So I got this. So having little, um, I guess, achievements where you put your mental strength to the test and your mindset to the test in productive ways on the day to day basis can really give you the confidence boost to recognize how much strength that you have, because when I had that mindset nothing was slowing me down like I could Mm. overcome and you know that's that's not to say that nothing nothing like too traumatic happened in those times so obviously there are anomalies where um, really difficult things will happen to overcome but just your day-to-day struggles um, you know not much of it will be that much harder than Put, like the ways that you can push yourself, even if it's not working out in a productive way where you just really feel like you've exerted mental strength to be able to test how uh, how far you can push yourself. Mm, it's kind of getting comfortable with getting outside of your comfort zone in a way as well. Yeah, exactly. That's why um, I'm a huge fan of sprinting too, like running really fast. And I... I, like to me, just not much is harder than that. When you really just sprint all out and exert all your energy, not much in my day is going to over like pass that in terms mm. of difficulty. So I take that and I like to do it first thing in the morning so that I have the mindset that I did that. Like there's no way that anything else is going to be harder than that today. Mm, I love that. And then just using that mentality, applying that mentality just in day-to-day things because a lot of us just like we said earlier these big challenges make us use that power right but we can use it in in the smaller things like something as simple as putting off that thing you've been wanting to do for ages 
applying that power there, that mental strength in that situation can get you moving and get that momentum going, as we spoke about earlier, to actually doing it and achieving it, right? Right. Mm, I love that. I love that. And it's such a shift as well, because going from this state of, how do you feel about in terms of when we talk about going through this anxiety and depression and people kind of staying in that state of this kind of victim mentality, how do you feel about that notion um, and moving through that? Do you, do you think that is the truth? There's a truth in that? Or do you think that's something that really people can't control and it, they just have to wait till the time is right? Or is that sense of some people get stuck in that victim mentality of just, in a way, just wanting to stay where they are? Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll speak about myself personally mm-hmm. because it relates to this and kind of gives, gives mm-hmm. an answer to it as well. So mm-hmm. when I was in my deepest forms of like depression and uh, like experiencing PTSD and all of that, I my mentality was that like there's no way that anybody has it worse than me. Like anyone who tries to give me advice or talk to me about the struggles, they just have no idea what they're talking about because there's no chance that anyone, when they actually like break down and see my story and everything that's happened to me, that they have it worse than me. And uh, how wrong was I? You know, (laughs) there's no, like, first of all, it doesn't matter because like you, the amount of that you struggle doesn't mean that someone else's advice is invalid. That's the first thing that I would tell myself. And second, you know, all of that mentality of not wanting people to give me advice or just having the mindset that nobody has it as bad as I do, that was keeping me in my struggles and not allowing me to progress mm. because I was telling myself that I was giving myself an excuse that this is why I'm here because nobody has it worse than me. So since nobody has it worse than me, I'm in a perfectly comfortable and acceptable spot for myself because um, of everything that's happened to me. And there are kind of two sides to that. You like me being where I was or someone who's experiencing like who experienced a lot of trauma or depression, um, you know, you you being in that spot isn't necessarily your fault. But I heard advice one time that says that your struggles and your like mental state it's not always your your fault, but getting out of it is going to be your responsibility. And it's not fair. You know, people who have been through so much often have to overcome like a lot more and do a lot more when they feel so drained and fatigued just from fighting so many mental battles. And it's mm-hmm. it's not fair. It's exhausting. But having that mindset definitely does keep you captured in your own struggles and or at least held me back um, through many, many stages of my life. I do. I certainly think that I was playing a victim to the struggles and kind of just allowing my struggles to identify how successful I was instead of taking a more proactive role and deciding that, you know what, I want to be the one to control my outcome in my life. And, um, you know, once you start to take the steps, it becomes a lot more doable. Mm, I really like that perspective. I think it's it's good to realize that it's it's not our fault that some of us have ended up where we are. It's not the 
we're not to blame it's kind of you go into another mentality then of kind of pitying yourself and blaming yourself and that's also not very productive if you want to move forward in your life but also being aware that you do have to take those steps and take that help that's offered to you in order to move through these things and begin to step into more as we spoke about quite a lot that power within yourself right definitely Mm, oh I love that I love that so where can people find you Kel if they're looking to interact or work with you as of now I just have an Instagram page up my um, Instagram is become who you needed all one word and um, yeah I'm trying to grow off of that and I'm having life coaching and a mentoring business operating just purely off of Instagram as of now great great so people can head to the show notes to check that out if you're interested and I finish up with one final question that I ask yeah. all my guests, and that's to share a message from your soul. So whatever comes up for you intuitively right in this moment, you can take some time if you need to. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, the reason that I resonated with you so much is because you said something so true that I it like really, really hit me, but it's just the absolute truth for my journey as well. And it's just to try and just to start something, you know, don't hold back because I, for the longest time, I thought that I needed to come up with the perfect plan or like just have a breakdown of how I wanted to achieve certain things on a day-to-day basis but just start because as soon as you start things become a lot more achievable and most likely when you're creating this plan in your mind like I was it's not even gonna go that way at all because as you're starting you're learning so much more along the way and like there's so much potential that opens up as soon as you start to engage and like dig deeper into something so if you're hesitant or want to make a switch in your life or, you know, whatever that might be, just start, pick something up, pick a book up, you know, go for that walk that you wanted to do. Just make that little shift. And even if you're doing the smallest thing, that's still better than just sitting on the thoughts of doing something. So I would say, you know, just, just engage in whatever you want to engage in. Mm, I love that. And I think people really need to hear that message because I think that's the biggest fear with whatever it is. It doesn't have to be business. It can just be with your life. Like we said earlier, moving out of that place where you're out of feeling all these, I don't like to say negative, but negative emotions, difficult emotions, dealing with all of this and actually getting yourself into a new place. That fear of change can be scary, but just starting to learn and starting to grow really takes you to a new place and it's that consistency as you mentioned earlier so I just want to honor you for what you're doing I absolutely love your vibe I think it's a just needed on Instagram because you're very fresh very just speaking it from your heart and speaking it from your truth so I'm so thankful that you came on to share in this space in my space as well so thank you so much for doing what you're doing and thanks for sharing your journey here Yeah, thank you for having me. This has been absolutely fantastic and I enjoyed it a lot. I'm so glad. Thank you so much and I'll see you later. Yeah. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap from today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us and I hope you feel even more inspired to share your soul and live a limitless life. 
Don't forget to like, subscribe and share if you love this episode and head to the show notes to find out how you can get even more involved with the community. I'll see you next time for another soulful episode. See you later.